Hi, I'm Michael Cashew. And I'm Adi Cashew, and you're listening to The WAG Podcast. This podcast is about health, wellness, and personal development. Each episode is a short conversation between Adi and I on a single topic with actionable steps. We cover everything from food, mindset, fitness, and relationships. We started WAG because of the way health and fitness changed our lives, so we hope to share a tool or two that helps you along your way. Michael. Hello. Welcome back, guys. This is the WAG podcast. And today we are going to explore the concept of if exercising too much can actually make you fat. Really interesting topic that we have today. But before we get into it, I wanted to take an opportunity to thank you guys for leaving your reviews and telling us what you like about the show or reaching out and letting us know what it is that you're implementing in your life and how it's affecting you. It really, really motivates us and it also helps us reach a bigger audience and get this podcast out there to more people, which is what we're trying to do. Also, if you're interested in having us answer one of your questions on the show, you can go to workingagainstgravity.com forward slash podcast, scroll down to the start recording button, record a nice, concise, well-articulated message (laughs) with your name and where you're from at the beginning, and we'll eventually answer it on the show as long as it's relatively relevant, relatively relevant to the show. <laughs> like it's, it it's, has something to do with the topics that we discuss. We'll probably answer it eventually. Yeah. And you've probably been hearing a couple episodes where we've been doing that. So that might give you a little bit of an idea of the kinds of questions that we'll put on here. And we would absolutely love to answer anything that's coming up for you guys. So let's get into this. Can exercising too much actually make you fatter? Ooh. So the way that this came about is we made a Facebook group in our uh, staff page, the WAG staff group recently, and we were asking for some of the most common obstacles that people have when they start with us. And we got a lot of ones related to people's mindsets. And one of the things that came up from one of our coaches named Ashley was that she said people constantly overestimate the effect of exercise on losing weight and losing body fat, and they underestimate the effect of food, of their nutrition in weight loss and in body fat. And I can totally relate to this. When I first started CrossFit, and really my whole life, I thought that exercise was the throttle to to getting really lean, right? I thought if I just work out more, then I'll be shredded like the CrossFit Games athletes that I watched. I knew nothing about nutrition, and At this time, it worked to a certain extent, like it got me to a certain level of leanness, but then I just plateaued until I really dialed in my nutrition. So what's it been like for you as a coach seeing now hundreds or thousands of people personally, uh, how prevalent is this like mindset? Yeah, I think with people that have very little experience with nutrition or trying to lose weight or doing things like like trying to change their body at all, they definitely fall into the camp of where you were at. There's a lot of people who naturally, you know, they're just, they just weren't really concerned with what their body looked like or changing it. And then so it was always just like, well, if I want to change my body or make it look different, I need to build the muscles and I need to get to the gym in order to do that. And then there's this aspect of showing the muscles that you're building, which, you know, the food that you eat is a huge, if not way bigger factor in actually getting those types of results. And I also think there's this factor of 
people want going to the gym to be more of a factor than what you eat and nutrition. I think changing your diet is a little bit more difficult and not as fun as going to the gym. So what people want, it's kind of like it's kind of like people want supplements to be the answer to weight loss like or or performance goals. Like I really want to be able to make it to the CrossFit Games and I think like, you know, taking my BCAAs is going to be the game changer or some something like minuscule like that. Like it would be easier if working out really was a bigger factor in achieving your body composition weight loss goals versus having to change your diet because it's actually more difficult and it's just not as fun. It's not as fun to have to change your diet. It's more fun to just eat whatever you want. Right. Yeah. We want it to either be easier or for it to some way improve our status. Mm -hmm. No, improve our status. So you you were talking about like what, what I got from you talking about the exercise piece is like, it's way sexier and flashier for for us to just be in the gym more and to like post about how hard we're working and how how much we're grinding and be able to post like cool videos of of exercises or pictures of these cool exercises or tell people there's about nothing it or, sexy yeah. about like not eating Ice cream. A, a cheeseburger you there's know there's actually and, like, something eating sexy some vegetables yeah there's something sexy about eating a cheeseburger you know like there's something sexy about being... or like, like maybe like cool like yeah. people feel cool when they when they don't like quote unquote don't care about what they're eating and they still look good. Yeah, there is definitely a layer of that. And there's also just this food is something that you do all day, every day, like multiple times a day versus you work out, let's say four or five times a week. Most people that are listening to this show are probably working out four or five times a week. They're not eating as often, uh, working out as often as they're eating. So it's definitely a more difficult thing to overcome of making the right food choices that many times throughout the day. So of course, like I think there's definitely, I've experienced for sure a lot of people who just want working out to be the answer. They want the answer to be, I get to the gym more often. Um, But we're going to talk about why that actually might be leading to you getting more fat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we think we're like with increased exercise, we're crushing it and we're moving towards our goals. But we're going to talk to you about how if left unchecked, this can actually move you away from your goals. And we use the word fatter to to really catch people's eye and like take this this thing seriously. But, you know, it just it just means like move you away from your goals. Or like not allowing you to progress towards your goals or um, if your goal is weight loss or changing your body composition. You see how she just copied exactly what I said? That's just what I said. <laughs> okay, let's talk about why this is the case. So uh, when you're exercising more, I think all of us can experience this, like our body's working hard, it's burning more calor- it's burning more calories than a day that we don't exercise. So it definitely, I've had so many moments where I finish a workout and I'm just starving. Or maybe not immediately after because you, oftentimes immediately after a workout, your body is just trying to recover and digestion is just not what you're into at that moment. But uh, like maybe a couple hours after, your your hunger is more stimulated than it would be on a day that you didn't work out necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so, just get hungrier when you work out more. Yeah, so you work out more and you get hungrier. And that actually makes sense because your body is trying to maintain 
this homeostasis. Your body is trying to stay the same. It's not, it's, it's going to resist changes and that's why changing your body is difficult. You have to like push through some level of, of your body wanting to maintain things the way that they are. So the more you exercise, the more calories you burn. So the more your body is going to tell you to eat more food to compensate so that you stay the same. So that's one reason why this happens. So then we are overestimating how many calories we're actually burning. So we're feeling more hungry, but it's not very it's not a very precise mechanism. We don't know exactly how much extra food we need, but what often happens is we think we need more food than we actually need because we think we're burning more calories than we actually yeah. burn. And maybe you're not actually doing this calculation with math. Like you're not calculating oh I'm some people are, but I think very few people are doing it that precisely where they're like, I burn, I think I burned an extra 200 calories. I'm going to eat an extra 200 calories. But I think probably everyone who's listening has been on an erg machine or a rower machine or in a salt bike and you've done it for calories. And how devastating is it when you're like on the rowing machine for a pretty good bit of time and you feel pretty taxed and you look at how many calories you burned and you're like, how many burned like you can't 40. even eat a Quest bar. Yeah. That's not even a Quest bar. I'm like, I've been I on here for an hour. 40 calories. It's like, what, like five almonds? Like, <laughs> it's like, really? That's exact. That's how many calories I just burned. So I think that's just like an example of we really think because we feel like we've exerted ourselves. We're kind of proud of ourselves to some degree. And I definitely believe there's some level of um, rewarding yourself with food for physical exertion in our culture generally. So. Um, I definitely think that that brings us to our next point, which is that it mentally allows you to justify eating more. So you're like, I worked out today. I deserve this or I earned it or I need it. That's even like a more a little bit of a more dangerous one because you're like, I worked out today. I need it. Right. Especially if you're really focused on performance as well. Mm-hmm. So there is a balance of, yeah, you do need fuel to recover and to perform your best. And those who are really optimizing for performance, it's most ideal for you to be more precise so you know actually how much fuel you need to perform because maintaining, for most sports, maintaining a certain type of body weight to strength ratio is going to be ideal. You don't often see CrossFitters that are 50 pounds overweight. That's just You'd never not, see that. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to go to the CrossFit Games in that situation. So you do need enough fuel to recover, but you don't get to justify because I've worked out. I get to eat whatever I want as much as I want whenever I want. Mm-hmm. There's There has to be some boundaries somewhere. And then finally, a lot of people, especially beginners, I think, they will gain weight and they will say – they will attribute, attribute 100% of that weight gain to – gaining muscle, right? They'll say something like muscle weighs more than fat, which is true. But what a lot of people don't realize is it's almost impossible to gain weight entirely with muscle gain. It is possible, but it is extremely slow and very rare. So people don't realize that they're probably also gaining some fat. Yes. And so we're going to talk about how to think about that a little bit differently. One example that I love to give about this whole, just to talk again about the whole overestimating how many calories you burn and mentally justifying eating more. Um, There's the CrossFit Open and after the CrossFit Open, the CrossFit Open is one workout a week for five weeks. And how many times have you been at a CrossFit gym and after the CrossFit Open, there's this like open workout party and it is like pizza or it's 
hamburgers or beers or whatever it is and people eat way more than they would and they feel justified because they just did this one workout, which really, if you think about it, it's really not, it's probably even a little bit less volume than your normal CrossFit class. Maybe higher, it's definitely higher intensity because you're trying a little bit harder, but I think there's this, that's like another mental trap that it's like an example of a mental trap that people get themselves into with exercise. Like I've gone to the gym, I pushed really hard, I sweat, I breathed. Now I like, I need this food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know if this is true at all, but I think with, especially with things like the open workout, we confuse being tired with like burning extra calories. Our central nervous systems after those workouts are just fried because that, you know, we've trained all year for this. It meant a lot and we went as hard as we could and it really taxes our central nervous system. And I think we confuse that with, um, you know, thinking we just burned a lot of calories and we feel like we did an entire competition when we only did one workout. Right. So what can we do instead? So like we were talking about how sometimes people start working out and they gain weight and they think it's mostly muscle. That might, you might actually be gaining muscle, which could be a good thing if that's what your goal is. So I think to start, people just need to sit down and take a second. What is it that I'm actually aiming for? Am I aiming for getting bigger and more muscular? If you're someone who's already relatively lean, that could be a great goal for you and you want to have bigger muscles. If you're somebody who has a lot of weight to lose, it's probably better to start with losing weight first and then gaining muscle. Um, Otherwise, you like we talked about, it's really, really difficult to gain weight and only gain muscle. So um, you'd just be gaining extra fat on top of fat that you already want to lose. But defining what your goal is ahead of time. Why are you working out extra? What is it that you're aiming for at the end? So then at least you know what direction you're heading in and you can start working backwards. Like what does my nutrition need to look like then in order for me to achieve those goals? I think a really important distinction here is that you have to have a priority. And a priority means, I think by definition, it means something about the one thing. Like what is the most important thing? And I think a really common paradox or contradiction that people find themselves in is that they want to lose body fat, they want to gain muscle, and they want to perform better. And we can work towards all of those things, but at the end of the day, we have to have something that is most important so that we know how to make decisions. And so if you say that your most important thing, your priority is fat loss, which most people that come to us, that's their, that is their priority. They still want to perform better and they still want to get stronger and all of those things, but their primary goal is to lose fat. Then your diet might look slightly different than if your main goal is just to perform better, right? You might maintain weight while you're trying to get stronger in your lifts, become more powerful and improve your conditioning all at the same time. Totally. And it also, one caveat to that is that I think sometimes people get in another mental trap where they say, I don't care about weight loss. I only care about performance. And when you're in that, then that's another way of justifying. It's okay that I'm gaining body fat or it's okay that I'm eating whatever I want because all I care about is performance. Just because one of those three things that you talked about is a priority doesn't mean that you forget about the other ones. If performance is a priority, you you will perform better if you also 
consider what your how your body is changing and what it is that you're eating. It's not like you forget about the other two altogether. It's just that you're okay if the others aren't moving as quickly because it's not the priority at the moment. So for example, if fat loss is your priority, there are certain aspects of your performance that might not improve in that stage of your fitness journey. So if you're trying to lose weight, can you give an example of like that? Like if you're trying to lose weight, you you might get stronger at the same time, but if you're a seasoned veteran athlete and you've been training for a really long time, it's probably not a great expectation to set for yourself that I'm also going to put 30 pounds on my back squat while I'm trying to mm-hmm. get leaner mm-hmm. at the same time. It is possible. It's been done before and it's just not this expectation that you should set. Like, I also want to improve my performance. I want to improve my fran time. I want to improve my mile. And I want to lose fat at the same time. Like, you're you're going to be in a caloric deficit. So it means that there are certain aspects of your performance that might not move as quickly as they would if you were at the weight that you wanted to be. You're maintaining the weight that you want it to be. Fat loss is not the priority anymore. Now I'm fueling for performance and I'm going to give my body everything it needs to recover. Yeah, I love that. So number one is to define your goal, define what your priority is. Number two is to start to make one small change at a time. We are huge on making really small changes so that they become habits. We're trying to change our behavior in a way that at some point in the near future, it no longer takes willpower. Like anytime you start a new habit at the beginning, it's really, really hard, right? If I want to start waking up 30 minutes early and meditating for 20 minutes. In the beginning, I'm resisting it every step of the way. I'm thinking about quitting and it's just, a ch- it feels like a chore. But if I stick to that for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, four months, at some point along the way, it starts to become easy. It starts to literally just become a part of my day, a part of who I am. So all of the behavior changes and habits that we're trying to instill in our clients at WAG are things that become automatic behaviors. That's what you, that's what we mean or what people mean when they say nutrition, it should be a lifestyle, right? It should be a lifestyle mm-hmm. change. It should be something that we're not on or off. It's just a change, like, like a semi-permanent change that we're making to our behavior until we find something that's even better. Exactly. And that also is going to allow you to figure out what is working and what is not working. So if you make a bunch of changes all at the same time, like in this example, I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to exercise more and I'm also going to completely change the way that I eat. You're gaining weight. You really can't, you can't know for certain what it is that's affecting your weight gain. If Unless you're tracking it all, unless you're, you're monitoring all of it precisely, then it's going to be, even in that case, it's like, I'm not hundred percent sure what it is that's making this change. So it's kind of helpful to you to just try and take it slow. And I'm going to go and work out a little bit extra. So therefore I'm going to try and keep my diet very similar and see what happens. And then if I'm losing weight or if I'm gaining weight, I can then at least know the only thing that's changed was my exercise. So number two is make one small change at a time. And number three is track your weight and or body fat using something like a DEXA scan or a bod pod or something like that. This is this is really just going to give you more data, data points so that you can objectively know that what you're doing is either working or not working. Yeah. So 
we'll often have people that maybe they're even frustrated with their weight loss, right? They've only lost two pounds. They've been on the program for three months. They go to do a DEXA scan from the beginning to the end. They realize that actually they lost five pounds of body fat. They gained three pounds of muscle. And then in total, they've lost two pounds. But seeing that information allows you to be more clear on what's actually changing in your body. Or if you've gained weight and you think that it's mostly muscle, that's going to give you the information that you need to know if that's actually what's happening. It could be I've gained 10 pounds and I gained three pounds of muscle, but I only gained seven pounds, I gained seven pounds of fat. And that's, if that's not what you're looking for. Then that's something that you get the information to see. Once you have information, you can take action in a more precise way. So the goal of this podcast is absolutely not to have anyone exercise any less, but we want you. We want all of that hard work you're doing into in the gym to really pay off. And when you follow these three steps, you will rapidly work towards your goals in a way like never before. Your confidence goes up, your self esteem goes up, and your ability to accomplish goals. Yeah, we great. want you to potentially notice if you find yourself justifying your weight gain and brushing it off, even though it's bothering you, or if you see yourself in any of the little mental traps that we've mentioned here today, then hopefully maybe it's shone a light on that for you and you can now take action and change it. It kind of sounded like you said Chandra a light. I said I like sh- that. A sh- Chandra a light. Do you say sh- shone a light? Shone a light? Shine a light? Shine a light? There's no way to know. Shine a light. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Let me it's know. It's almost as if Sorry. we don't have a little computer in our pockets. We'll look it up <laughs> after this. Okay. So guys, just to reiterate, number one, define your goal. Number two, make small habits one at a time ideally and number three is to track your weight and or body fat so that you can really fine-tune and know what's working and what's not working thanks for joining us today have a wonderful day thanks for joining us stay in touch by signing up for our newsletter at workingagainstgravity.com or on instagram at workingagainstgravity don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and refer a friend. We'll be back next week with another episode. Talk to you then.